0: hey everybody welcome to tiw podcast i'm eric and today i'm talking about the new comics that i picked up on uh february 5th 2020 and more importantly i think yeah way more this week is all about harley quinn because i also saw birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn i think it's the full title yes um it is awesome. This movie is awesome. Uh, real quick, before I get into that, um, I did watch uh, last week, sometime last week, I watched the last two episodes of Arrow, um, having not seen anything from before Crisis on Infinite Earths. But um, it this has to do with Birds of Prey because the second to last episode was a backdoor backdoor pilot for Arrow and the the Canaries. Um, so it's not birds of prey, but it, it, black canary is in there, and so it it does relate somewhat. Um, but yeah, I would absolutely watch that show from the beginning and like not even bother watching any more of Arrow since it's like, you know, I I've I, I've seen the ending, so uh, I I guess I kind of know what happens. I don't know, um, I don't <laughs> know very much at all about any of the characters still, but whatever um i still (laughs) i still really like crisis on infinite earths and i thought the last two episodes were also pretty good uh the second to last episode i liked a lot more than the the actual last episode um anyway uh okay on to birds of prey uh it's directed by kathy yan uh it stars uh margot robbie mary elizabeth winstead uh journey smollett bell uh, Rosie Perez, Chris Messina, Ella J. Bosco, uh, Basco, Basco, Basco. I think it's bad. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, Ali Wong and you, you McGregor. Um, this film is the second film in which Ewan McGregor stars opposite an Australian who sings diamonds are a girl's best friend at some point in the film. Um, I think there, there might be even more, than that well not with you that that makes it more specific um but of course i'm talking i think i'm i'm pretty sure that nicole kidman sings that song in moulin rouge but i might be wrong it might been it was I'm, i'm very sure i'm i am very sure that it was her okay let's see moulin rouge uh diamonds let's see yeah yeah it was her it was her it's been a while since I've seen that movie that movie is awesome by the way as well uh that's like like my favorite musical film but um anyway uh we've got okay everybody in this movie is awesome the movie itself like it's incredibly well made it it, the the visuals are fantastic uh maybe the the the, i think i i need to definitely am going to see it a second time um but it's told out of order a bit a little bit it kind of feels like uh, well it kind of does it in this in the same way that deadpool does the first deadpool movie um and the movie in general, I was just kind of th- well. Every now and then, I would think, you know, this this movie is basically DC's Deadpool because we've got the narration, we've got the fourth wall breaking, and all that, and um, it's and it work it it does work. It is great, and it it's basically dead. It's Deadpool, but all pretty much all girls, and it works really well, and I like it a lot. Um, so, oh, this movie is in 40 X. Oh, I just can't, I, that would have been such a great thing to go to. There aren't any 40 X theaters here in Denver yet. Um, but, uh, I was originally going to go to Las Vegas this weekend and then because of the weather here in Denver, I thought, well, maybe I'll I'll extend the trip a little bit and then drive out to Los Angeles while I'm out there. But instead I just canceled it altogether. I could have gone to see this movie in 4DX. So it's been so fun. But I saw it in IMAX and it was also so fun. Oh my god. Okay. I completely forgot about this until just now, but mentioning IMAX, there is the prologue for Tenet, the upcoming upcoming Christopher Nolan film. And I don't know when that. I hope it comes out soon. It's probably like still like five years away or something. Okay, July seventeenth. It's it's not that far away, but that still is. It's still five months away. Oh my god, this prologue, so so awesome, and like, oh wait, Birds of Prey was was awesome. And so then I, I did forget about tenant until just now, but I was worried after that prologue that it's going to be like, Oh man, I hope, I hope I'm not just wishing I was watching the rest of tenant right now, but it, 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 it it was fine. Uh, but that prologue, I'm super excited for, I like didn't know anything, but like there's I don't. I don't even want to spoil anything from the prologue, but there's like some. There, there's like a whole sequence. I don't know if it's from the actual film or if it's just a separate thing from the film. I don't know, but because they call it prologue, so it might be just completely separate from the film. <coughs> it's awesome, and then they show some clips from the film, uh, some more like trailer type stuff, uh, right at the end, and it has me really excited and then there's just like this moment in the in that prologue that like wait wait what is going what hey what uh oh and then it's kind of clarified a little bit with the clip from the like i don't want to spoil what that is or what i think it is but go get, get there for the trailers um if you're seeing this in imax because it's Uh, I don't, I, I imagine that this, I mean, this whole sequence is in IMAX, so I am, I imagine that this is an IMAX exclusive thing, but, oh, I'm excited for that. But I'm also really excited for Birds of Prey because I loved it. Like I was smiling and laughing the whole time. Um, it's really funny. The action is awesome. Uh, there's a ton of inside out spots where people just get hit by something and just flip head over heels, which is just... That's just fun to see. Um, There's a whole thing... I could just talk about this movie for, like, as long as the movie... Longer than the movie actually is. But there's uh, stuff from the trailer, like, with the glitter uh, shotgun shells. Like that whole sequence that that's from is so visually awesome and the action is great and it's uh, the story we're all around the story is really good i don't even mind okay the one thing that i i would possibly complain about i don't even really mind uh for reasons that i don't want to spoil at all but uh, cassandra kane is my favorite version of batgirl Uh, It's my favorite character who has been Batgirl. She is not Batgirl in this. um, And she does not have the same uh, situation as originally in the comics. Um, and And I would think if I had any issue with this film, it would be that. But the changes they made, it totally works for the movie and... I'm told and, and I'm fine with it and she if this is just another a different version of her who did not end up being Batgirl instead other stuff happens and that's all I'll say about that but oh this movie was great Chris Messina I did not know he was in this like the rest of the cast I knew they were in here but he is like uh, Ewan McGregor's henchman and he's like s- he's so good Um, not to say like, like I said, everybody in this film is so, so good. Um, especially Margot Robbie. I mean, she's on screen for like 90% of the film and like, she's amazing. But, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, she's great journey. She's awesome. Uh, Rosie is, uh, and Ella great. They're all great. Ewan McGregor is amazing. Um, but the surprise for me was, only a surprise because i didn't even know he was in this film and i know uh he's an awesome actor anyway but like he, uh, okay him and your uh chris messina and and mcgregor like are so great together as well um oh there's just so much i love about this movie uh the soundtrack is awesome um like i said there's there there's a music video sequence that's like it's the diamonds are forever and it's like happens because like harleen harley sorry uh harley i I have a lot of other harley and harleen stuff to talk about um but she like loses consciousness for a second and she like goes into imagining this this music video and it's really cool but um ah i love this movie so that's it i that's that's all i want to say i don't want to spoil anything about what happens in the film there's a lot of stuff that's like way way later on in the film that's in the trailers that could be kind of spoilers but not really because it's it's in the film you kind of know that they're going to end up all working together at some point it just does take uh a really like it doesn't happen to like the last it feels like the last 10 minutes of the movie um so that, I guess that's kind of a spoiler, but, um, so if you're like waiting for that to happen as you're watching it, like, just know that they don't, it, it all comes together at some point. Um, there, I saw an article that made some big deal about this being the shortest DCEU movie yet. And like, why does that, it's okay. That's that's fine. Is that is that saying it's a good thing or a bad thing? I didn't actually click through to it, so I don't know if they're saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's a good thing because it was just like concentrated awesomeness. Um, I mean I don't I don't even know what 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 they cut out of it that would have made it longer than it is if they even did cut anything out of it. But um it's awesome. The action sequences are are so great. Um, there's a whole thing when Harley is on roller skates, which is like, I've, and it's established earlier on that she was doing roller derby after she breaks up with Joker. That's a spoiler, but it's in the first like two minutes of the movie. Um, and she's doing roller derbies. And I didn't even think about that. But it's like, it totally plays into it. And then like, she's using the terminology for, for roller derby and everything. Oh, it's great. It's so good. Um, and, uh, so yeah, that action sequence is great. The, the, the the thing when she has a shotgun, um, I also really like that, uh, her like signature weapons, she like just kind of happens upon them. Um, which gets to be be seen as like a negative thing, but I, I really like that, that she wasn't like carrying these things around with her all the time as if she like just has that stuff with her all the time. it's like, Oh, I found, I I found a bat. I'm going to use it. Um, also, the opening, uh, sequence was, uh, animated, like when she was, like, uh, young, and then when she meets Joker and all that kind of stuff, like her whole history and everything. And I really liked how, how that was done. And it also, that also kind of reminded me of Deadpool a little bit because they have the, the animated stuff in the end credits of, uh, at least the first one. I can't remember if that's in the second one also, but, um, Okay, like I said, I could keep on talk- keep on talking more and more about this, but I, I will very likely do a spoiler episode um, when I go see this a second time and talk way more in-depth as if I hadn't. That, that is probably about as in-depth as I can get without um, spoiling very much. Um, okay, so other stuff about um, uh, Harley and Birds of Prey. Um, in preparation for this, I watched the season premiere of season 11 of Hot Ones, um, which I was reminded of that that show exists by, um, by Maggie, who's, who uh, they had a, a, a Hot Ones challenge at her work that she was telling me about. It sounded like a lot of fun, but that got me into watching uh, a few more episodes and saw that the, the latest episode was with uh, Margot Robbie. Um, so I really recommend that episode. It's really fun. And also, uh, three of the other four, uh, birds of prey are on there. Um, everybody except for, um, what's the character's name? Renee, uh, Renee Montoya. I also watched a bunch of DC daily stuff. They, they did like a watch along with an episode of, um, uh, Batman, the animated series. So that was really cool. um, and then I rewatched. I wasn't really. Pa- I just had it on the back- background while I was painting and stuff. Um, Batman and Harley Quinn, the DC animated movie, which is on DC Universe if you have that and want to check it out. It's a really good show. It's a really good movie. Um, it, and it's interesting because um, Harley the the animated uh, series, which is great. I recommend again and again and again. Um the voice actress is, um, Kelly Cuoco from the big bang theory and, in um, uh, Batman and Harley Quinn, um, Melissa Rauch, uh, plays Harley Quinn and she is also from big bang theory. So, uh, I think the only person, the only main cast member who hasn't played Harley Quinn, or maybe she has so far, uh, at some point for maybe another movie may em- bialik has not played harley quinn yet definitely can't rule that out in the future i think it'd be an interesting take like i don't know i i I feel like she could do some she probably can play all kinds of different stuff uh especially voice acting wise than what uh what we've seen on uh, big bang theory but anyway um yeah dc universe app is great so much stuff on there um and then what else did i i I think there that that was all that i watched or listened to or whatever in preparation for birds of prey uh but yeah go see it it's great it's great now that we're 22 minutes into this episode (laughs) um let's get into the comics i picked up this week starting with all of the harley quinn stuff uh so the hardcover of harleen which is the black label um book about uh harleen and the joker falling in love in uh and all that like that that it, it's like a it's it's a really messed up romance story and that's all that that's pretty much all that is in these books i can remember um most mostly that it's just like the sessions with each other and all that kind of thing it's yeah it's really interesting I like but the hardcover came out um so if you missed the individual issues this is a great form to get it in um it's uh i think since it's hardcover it might be more expensive than if you had gotten just the individual issues because i think it's three books and they're each maybe it's about the same price actually I, i i feel like they're each like eight to ten dollars i'm not sure um but that came out this week and i have read it but i'm going to keep the hardcover in the wrapping and all of that and just you know like keep it in my collection um and and i and i really recommend it all all of the the joker and harley quinn black label stuff it has been really good uh a new uh, book of um, or a new issue of Joker Harley criminal sanity. This book is awesome. I've talked about it before with the previous two issues. I haven't read this one yet. Um, And I should, I should have read it before recording this episode so I could talk more about it, but it's about Arlene Quinzel who is helping Gotham city police Department. She has not been turned. This is an alternate universe where she has not been turned into a villain. And she is uh using her her uh her training her uh degree like all of her experience all that as a psychiatrist and everything um to help track down this serial killer and the serial killer is a joker is doing some really messed up stuff so yeah this this book is super super awesome and it's a different uh very different from other stories that I've read um or watched of harley quinn um and then also we've got uh, harley quinn issue number 70 in which harley is a professional wrestler except in the dc universe professional wrestling is a legitimate sport uh it is not predetermined because a big (laughs) a big issue that she has in in this issue (laughs) is that uh she's asked to throw a or no she's not asked to throw a fight her opponent is asked to throw the fight um and she's like what you're asking for a fixed fight i I can't do that and then she gives in and does it and that might be the origin of wrestling becoming fake uh, quote unquote (laughs) in the dc universe but um yeah i thought that was kind of interesting um, especially cause this book is not, I, I could see if this was this, this particular title was aimed towards kids that maybe that would help preserve actual professional wrestling and, and put the question in there. Like, Oh, it, like people are saying it's fake, but blah, 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 blah. I go into all of that whenever it comes up. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Like in this universe, I mean, it's all superheroes that are fighting as far as, I can tell, I don't know if her tag team partner is a superhero, but she's fighting like a big like amphibious guy, so he's definitely metahuman. Is Harley actually meta metahuman? What is her superpower, other than just being be, being crazy and having pale skin from jumping into chemicals? What did the chemicals do to her say? I'm not sure. In the movie. The one time that she like is really super powered is when she it, she's on cocaine. So that's a spoiler, a little bit. I think that's in a one of the trailers though. But um, other than that, I mean, she's like really good at fighting and stuff, and really good talk. To- I I don't know what is her superpower. I guess I could look that up. Okay. Um, I am on uh, dcuniverse.com encyclopedia slash the Harley Quinn entry on the encyclopedia on dcuniverse.com. Okay. Powers and abilities. Um, Harley has no real superpowers, but was injected with a special toxin antidote by poison ivy, which resulted in her becoming immune to various forms of chemicals, such as Ivy's pheromones and joker venom and joker venom. Uh, The injection also gave Harley enhanced strength and durability, making her a formidable hand-to-hand combatant. In addition, addition, Harley is proficient in multiple weapons, often wielding a giant mallet. She sometimes has two pet hyenas as both companions and attack dogs. Prior to her interaction with any toxins or chemicals, Harley was a peak athlete and a highly trained gymnast with a genius-level IQ. Assets occasionally hindered by her mental instability. Uh, So she's basically Batman. Batman's just a man. And that works just fine for for what he's able to do. Uh, And uh, instead of just having a lot of money, she she steals stuff. um, (laughs) To be able to do what she needs to do. Um, That reminded me um, that I hope... Uh, okay, she, so Harley is in the upcoming Suicide Squad um directed by James Gunn. Uh so I hope that after that we get another well, I hope the movie does really well this weekend so they get even more Harley Quinn movies. Um but uh I hope that they make a Harley and Ivy movie because that would be really awesome and I don't I have no idea who would play Ivy like, you know, Shadow in the comic comments who you think would be a great poison ivy um but we'll see how that goes um all right so i talked about harley number 70 um and then the last harley thing that i want to talk about then we'll get to the other comics that came out this week um i haven't read all of this but i read the first story and started the second story and both of them uh feature joker and harley um batman tales once upon a crime so these are all like f- versions of fairy tales and bedtime stories but with DC- with batman characters and the first two stories which how many stories are there in here there are oh there's no what there's no table of contents um uh, but the first one is winocchio uh with damian wayne uh being pinocchio and then the second one is, what is the second one? Uh, the Princess and the P. That's all about Harley. Um, I only just started that one, so I don't know what happens in there and what role other characters are. And then we also have, this would be so much easier if they had a table of contents. so I could read um, Alfred in Wonderlands. Uh, that one does not look like it had. Let's see. Looks like it's mainly well, that's a whole bunch of different people. Harley's in there briefly. Um and then we also have the last one, uh, the Snow Queen. And that has uh is it Killer Frost? That's that character's name, right? I don't I'm not very familiar with her. But um it looks like Poison Ivy is in there but no Harley in that last, in that last tale. Um, so yeah, I re- I recommend this, this but I, I have only read the, that first story in full, but it's, um, it's pretty, it's really, it's, it's really fun. I like the art style. Um, it's like a card, it's like col- a mix of color pencil and watercolor, uh, type of look. And it, it really works for, uh, the, the type of stories that are in here. So uh, moving on, we've got Ant-Man number one. Um, I, I, I did read this one. It was really good. Um, it has Ant-Man trying to uh, uh, help out some beekeepers who have lost all of their bees. And it's, is, it's more interesting than that, that sounds, just describing it like that. But um, there's a lot of stuff that's happened with Ant-Man since the last time I read an Ant-Man book that I I'm not familiar with at all because I haven't been reading very much Marvel, but um, it doesn't seem like it's all that important to what's going on in this series, except to know like, Oh, what is, what's stinger all about right now? And that kind of thing. Um, Then I also got uh, two, uh, two really interesting books I read. I did have a chance to read their number one issues first we have Adler I thought this one is all right um it was the last of the last of these that I that I read um so I kind of was skimming a little bit so I could get to recording this episode but um I, I do like this focus on Irene Adler um instead of the, the millions and millions and millions of stories of Sherlock Holmes that we have, um, and, uh, her doing the, her own Sherlock Holmes type of stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think like this first issue is like really is setting up a lot of stuff and it seems like the next issue will pick up a lot more with action and adventure and, uh, more of that's that stuff. And then we also have the man who effed up time. Uh, Okay. So Adler is from Titan comics, the man who effed up time, number one uh, from Aftershock. Um, And this is like a a crazy time travel story. I don't really know how to this guy. He is a lab assistant at the uh, 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 temporal physics lab. And uh, he has opportunity. He has the chance. He gets the chance to um he takes the chance to uh use the time machine that they're working on and he 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 f's it all up and so um yeah i'm excited to see what happens next it's uh it's kind of just like way out there it doesn't try to uh at least so far it doesn't try to explain the mechanics of time travel just that if you do something different it'll mess things up and that's really all you need to know so far and uh by the end of this issue like okay i need to see what happens next and i will get the next issue so that i can see what happens next um all right so now we're into the comics that i have not read yet um i'm just gonna breeze through i'm not even gonna comment on these we got uh archie the married life number six of six okay i will comment on this one now i can sit down and read all six of these in a row the complete story there you go i'm excited for that and that means i'm done getting that book and maybe my poll list will be a little bit smaller (coughs) in the near future uh batman giants issue uh number three uh batman behind bars also featuring joker two-face makes his escape down the rabbit hole with alice um, nightwing the court of owls batwoman two two-face all appear in this one so that should be pretty good uh black cat number nine uh, we've got wolverine on the cover there uh his claws making a prison that's ca- prison bars that's really cool uh, DC is Crimes of Passion. This is the uh, for upcoming Valentine's. This is the Valentine's Day issue. <laughs> we have Catwoman and, and Nightwing hooking up and Batman's like, at Catwoman and Nightwing? Why? And Nightwing says, aren't you a detective? We're in love. It says, Ten Tales of Lovers and Lawbreakers. That looks like it's going to be really good. I just like... <laughs> I'm happy with just that cover. That cover is so so silly i love it um they have glow the baby face issue number four Fallen behind on that one quite a bit but um i do enjoy those glow comics um justice league number 40 i got the uh, variant cover there so you know just another fl- a s- a splash of all the all of the league justice league odyssey number 18 is out um also behind on that one, uh, Lois Lane number eight. I got the A and B covers. And apparently, this is sold like sold out very quickly, and has become a somewhat valuable book. I mean, more valuable than the cover price, anyway. Um, there's a new villain in here, from what I understand. I can't remember. It. It's like it's like Kent of night or something. I don't know. I don't remember. It's the, the villain's name. Um, but, uh, I've heard that that's the reason why this is a, a an important issue. Um, I'm not caught up on it, so I didn't want to know. Uh, I, I, I wanted to know just like a little bit, but I didn't want to know any details or anything. So I can't speak on that yet. Uh, this might be one that I need to catch up on this week, um, especially since I'm not traveling this weekend as I had planned. Uh, they have Marauders number seven um, I'm just a couple issues behind on that one. The Marked. This book has been really cool. I am. I'm pretty sure that I'm caught up through uh, uh, the previous issue. Number three. Um, it's, it's a whole thing with tattoos. And this is issue number four that came out this week. Uh with tattoos and magic powers associated with those tattoos and there's like a whole like uh uh Star Labs type of place with experimenting on soldiers and everything. Uh Star Labs don't do that. Th- don't do that aspect of it, but um you know what you know what I mean. Um also finishing a run, we've got Martian Manhunter, issue number twelve, so I can also sit down and read all of this all in one go. Son of Mars, Hero of Earth let's do this i'm excited i'm excited for that now i actually like at one point i just decided i'm gonna wait until all of them are out to, to to read all this because it is so such a bizarre book that i felt like i was like losing track of what even was going on uh like when the next issue came out the next month and all that kind of thing so um now it's it's complete uh napoleon dynamite the napoleon dynamite issue number four um i think this is oh yeah this is the cover cover a (laughs) it looks like this cover was drawn by napoleon um but we've got pedro working on a something on his binder and then um napoleon and what's uh what's is was it what was her name is it maya or something like that i i can't remember The girl's name from Napoleon, but they're in the back, but it's all like there's too much shading, like the entire, the entire page is shading. So I I feel like it was, is done in the style that Napoleon would have done it. Uh, then we have vengeance of Vampirella number five. Um, because because I'm reading three Vampirella books. I can't remember what's happening in which one. I, I, I think this is the one where she can't remember who she is. But maybe that's the main one. I don't remember. But I'm caught up... I think I'm caught up on reading all of them. But I can't remember what's happening in which one. I get reminded in the first couple of pages when I get to reading the new ones. Um, then we have Yusagi Ujimbo uh, Tatami Part 1 of 2. This is issue number 8 of the current run. And um, I am far behind on this one. But... Uh, these ones are so much fun to read that's not going to be a problem at all to catch up uh another issue number one i should have read this one before recording this episode but uh it's x-men and fantastic four um i've i'm sort of caught up on fantastic four but i am not caught up on x-men at all so i think that'll be okay i think it'll be okay I think I'll understand what's going on going in there. Um, then we have young justice number 13. I got the variant cover here. Um, with, uh, the, the dude in the middle and the big U with them all around. him. I, um, I don't know that. Car- what What is that? Car- is that it Hawkman? It, I don't, it's like some other type. Of, he doesn't have, he doesn't have wings. His helmet has wings. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I sound dumb right now. So I'm going to stop talking about it, but, Young Justice has been great. It is the only one of the Wonder comics that I'm not caught up on those, so I need to work on that. And then finally, I forgot to ask to subscribe to this, but now I am subscribed. Um but I also haven't maybe I did read issue number one. But uh Daphne Byrne. Yes, I did. And I don't remember what happened in it. But um I I feel like I just want to get all of the Hill House comics. Um, cause that's a complete thing, especially because the sea dogs story is going across all of them. So, um, when I finally have all of the issues, I can just read all sea dogs all at once instead of reading two pages at a time and not forget, not remembering anything at all. Um, when the next issue of Hill house comes out. Um, but yeah, that's it. That was all the new stuff that I picked up this week. Um, All the stuff that I watched uh, involving Harley Quinn or Black Canary or any of the birds of prey. Oh, it's a great, great week for comic book stuff. Really great week for comic book stuff. Um, There's some other stuff that went down that I could talk about, but it's all to do with wrestling. Um, So I will talk about that in this week's SmackDown episode. Um, like I said I'm not going uh, out to Las Vegas so I will not be talking about the Las Vegas NXT live events. Um if uh anyone was looking forward to that but um I will be I I will be going to a bunch of stuff next weekend and uh, including <laughs> including Smackdown and um uh Takeover Portland so I will be talking about those for sure. Okay. okay. Um, but then in the next episode, I will be talking about this week's, uh, WWE SmackDown. Um, and I will be talking about, uh, WrestleMania access, uh, coming up and, um, and some of the, uh, some of the news that's happening right now with, uh, WWE, uh, and, and that kind of stuff. So. Uh, stay tuned for all that. Um, let me know what you thought about birds of prey. Hopefully I didn't spoil. I, I tried. I feel like I maybe spoiled a couple of things, but like not stuff that's not in the trailers anyway. But if I did spoil stuff, um, I apologize and, uh, I hope you still enjoy the movie for everything that it is anyway. Um, I feel like even if you did know like exactly what happens, like this movie is still so fun that, that wouldn't matter. Like I personally, if I had known everything that happens, I still would have enjoyed it like the same amount. I didn't feel like anything was like a big, the kind of surprise that I wouldn't have enjoyed if I knew it was going to happen anyway. Like if that makes sense. I don't know, not to say there aren't surprises in the film. It's just that there, there's so much fun that even if you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, I keep going back down another the rabbit hole, talking more about Birds of Prey. So, um, yeah, let me know what you thought about that, what you thought about that movie, thought about uh, any of the other movies with Harley Quinn in them. Also, who is your favorite version of harley quinn is it live action margot robbie who i think is just perfect as the character or also perfect as the character in animation kaylee kuoko on harley uh the new animated series she's amazing and of course the, the original arlene sorkin on batman the animated series like the template for all of all of it is her performance is as Harley, uh, in the er early days, like it's so hard to decide for me personally. Um, I think every, every, every show or movie that I've seen with Harley has been really fun. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Tweet me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIW Podcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses. Infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.